The impact of COVID-19 across the world has been devastating and felt by everyone. All over the world, there's fear and uncertainty as lives are lost, economies are being shattered, and what we know as normal life has been uprooted from us. The coronavirus is wreaking havoc on Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropping nearly 3,000 points. We have the worst kind of breaking news. Washington Post reporting that for the first time, coronavirus deaths in this country surpassed 100 in one day. We now find ourselves distanced from each other and left to navigate an unpredictable reality. I'm Justin Keller, your host. I'm certainly no expert on COVID-19 and I'm definitely not an expert on being human. But what I do know is that we must combat the fear and uncertainty that we face by fighting for optimism and we must do this together. The Bright Side Chats is a series here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast to help share how people like you are navigating this trying season and what they're doing to fight for optimism despite the unknown, the struggles, and the concerns that they have. You'll hear from business owners, parents, fitness experts, mental health professionals, and more. The goal is not to give you an answer. I don't think there is one answer for us to navigate this. The goal is to bring us together at a time when we need each other the most so we can rise above this together. Be sure to subscribe and tune in daily for short interviews to encourage you to fight for optimism and find the bright side together. Welcome to today's Bright Side Chat on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. I'm Justin Keller, and in this special series, I'm just sharing with you the stories of people who are fighting for optimism and finding the bright side through all that's going on. And today, I get to sit down with a really good friend of mine, somebody who I've known for a lot of years. His name is Con McWhorter. He's a pastor in the Woodlands, Texas. Uh, He's a husband. He's a father and just one of my favorite human beings. And I know you're gonna enjoy hearing how he's navigating, shifting from years and years of working in the office to now working at home, uh, how he's approaching this with his kids, and then how he and his wife are finding little ways to be intentional in this season together in their marriage. And so I know you're gonna enjoy this conversation, but before we get into it, I just wanna thank everybody who is sharing this, who's joining in on what I'm calling just 30 days of optimism and just challenging myself and inviting others to do the same and find the bright side in each day. Uh, One simple way that I'm doing that is called the Bright Side Challenge. And the way it works is all I'm asking you to do is to post something on social media, sharing what you're grateful for and why you're grateful for it, and then use the hashtag Bright Side Challenge. All I'm asking is do that at least one time in the next 30 days. I'm gonna choose to do it every single day, but at least once in the next 30 days, post something that you're grateful for and why, and even take it a step further and challenge somebody else to do the same thing. I really do believe that it's not always easy, but there is a bright side in each day. And I know for me, it starts by finding something to be grateful for. All right, now let's get into today's conversation. Well, Con, thank you for joining me here today. Um, Con and I go back away quite a ways from when we worked together at Woodlands Church quite a few years ago for me. Um, but Con, I mean, your world is all about dealing with people. And so I do want to get into some of that um, through all of this because this you kind of just go into crisis mode, I would imagine, as as an organization. But 
let's first start with the real question and, and just be honest. Who in the house is driving you the most crazy? Which kid oh. or is it your wife? I'm kidding. I'm Man. kidding. Don't answer it. I was like, I'm not going to answer my wife. I can tell you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to answer my wife, but if she's not listening to this episode, it's her. <laughs> no, you have a great family. I love, I wish she actually would have been on with us. It would have been fun, but I love you both. And I just wanted to start out by asking, you know, what's kind of the biggest adjustment and maybe even a struggle for you and even you as a family or kind of through all of this? Uh, big time. I, I can tell you right off, um, you know, last week uh, before all the schools kind of caught up a little bit and our schools have been great with sending some actual curriculum now and, you know, lessons and things for the kids to do. But last week when there wasn't anything, it was kind of great for them. They just, it was kind of like a vacation for them where they could just sleep in and play outside and go with friends. And so it was, it was fine and easy and fun. And, um, but as now they're in school, it's kind of interesting because now they're doing schoolwork some during the day, and then they may have questions they need to ask us. And then I'm in virtual, you know, Zoom meetings and virtual meetings all throughout the day and they're needing help and then they're done with schoolwork and then they want to play, but then I've got a meeting so I can't really go outside and play because I can't be sweaty when I get on. And and so it's probably a lot of the stress and struggle that maybe somebody that works from home normally has, um, but that's brand new for me. I've been at Woodlands Church for, you know, started part-time 22 years ago. And so all I've known is office life. And so trying to balance out working effectively uh, and efficiently, but also trying to be there for my kids as they're wanting to hang out with me since they see dad there. Um, it's pretty trying, but you know, it's the struggle that probably many at home, you know, uh, parents work through, um, you know, but it's just brand new to me. Well, and I would always think too, just cause mine's so young, London's five. And so of course he doesn't understand, like if dad's home, dad's here to play. But I guess it doesn't really change even as they get older. They still, the presence of you there has always meant to them, we do something maybe together, right? Just because you're Correct. a super involved dad. Thanks, man. I, I try yeah. to be. Yeah. But yeah. But, but yeah, you are. Though. When I come home, that's, hey, dad's here for us now. And so that's a little different. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't think about that even for older kids as far as what that feels like for them. Um, what's something that this season, I mean, I know we're only, you know, a week into it, but is there anything already that you're kind of uh, seeing that this season is sort of teaching you or that you're kind of learning through this right now? Mm -hmm, totally. I was talking with Ashley just the other day about this. Um, I'm a very positive person. I mean, I'm the, the optimistic, you know, glasses half full guy. I mean, that's just the way I'm wired up. Um, I'm just always that way. But I have found over the last week or so specifically, as you talk about, Hey, what have I learned? And, and, you know, kind of grown from this is, um, I'm also kind of an angry person and I don't know if that's the right word. Um, but just kind of short fused, maybe, um, I just, I've, I've really kind of tuned in a little bit and maybe in the, the ability to kind of sit for a little bit and try to be still and try to manage things differently, but just really easily frustrated. And so I'm, I'm thankful I guess that, that I've seen that, um, it hadn't been real great for me to notice, but really, really good for my development. But I didn't know that was there, honestly. Um, and, and so, uh, kind of working through that a little bit, but that's something that I'm kind of wrestling with right now, just personally, 
um, yeah. kind of what I'm getting through it. Well, it's being, it's being, um, you're being presented the chance to kind of expose that, I guess. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that you're kind of turning it into, um, into that. Cause most people wouldn't answer something negative they're observing about mm-hmm. themselves probably. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you say that I found myself, it's just the rhythm is not what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And so after a week with London, which I loved, right. like the most precious time ever, I found myself by, you know, day six, not being in rhythm mentally, emotionally, physically, all that. All of a sudden I didn't have as much patience for daddy. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. yeah. So yeah. it's interesting you say that. Um, what are you and Ashley doing to fight for time together through this? I know you guys have always been really intentional on making something happen inside of a week together. Uh, how do you do that now? Or what are you guys coming up with to get creative for that? Yeah, we, um, with four kids, you know, they're 15, 13, 11, and eight. That may be right. Golly, I hope my wife is not listening or watching this, but, um, you know, it's, it is, it's hard to find that time for just, you know, Ashley and I to to be together. One of the things that we're doing right now though, is very simply, if our door is closed, um, our kids know because they're old enough, we can explain that to them. If our door is closed, they're not coming, they're not coming in. We're just trying to get away, um, (laughs) so that we can talk and hang out a little bit. And even if that's just, Hey, we just want to watch a movie on TV and not be interrupted, um, is good. But another thing that we've done here in the last probably three days, um, is, gone to the grocery store together. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of doing periodic runs just to kind of see if stuff that is kind of starting to run out at at the house, if maybe it's back in stock, you know, at the grocery store, but then there's always little things that maybe we're running out of that we just need to grab, but we're doing that together. Um, and so that may not be a gigantic, huge thing, but for us it is. Um, but it's intentional to, to do that together. Well, and this is the one time where maybe the door closed doesn't mean it's business time, right? <laughs> right. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, the door's sorry. locked. That's a whole nother deal. That's so. a whole nother deal. <laughs> um, what's something that you've heard from your kids? I'm always curious how kids are navigating this in at especially different ages, but is there anything you've heard from them, even in passing that they've said that sort of caught you off guard, whether it's lighthearted or something that was sort of somber for you to hear from? that they're realizing through this. Is there anything that you've kind of noticed they're picking up on through all of this? Um, a, a little bit, you know, the, the, the boys that are a little bit younger, um, you know, they understand that there's this thing that's going around. Um, but to the extent of exactly what all is happening, they're still a little bit, you know, removed from it. Um, my older girls, they, they get it. They understand, you know, they, they get the, the sickness side of it. They get, um, businesses and people who aren't able to work um, now because of that and how that's affecting families, you know, they got a grasp on that and the seriousness of the, of the situation. But one of the things that has been really interesting to me, um, kind of going back to this, everybody kind of being at home, um, our kids go to public schools and, um, but they've really gotten into this working at home thing, um, which I did not see coming. Um, they're all very, very social. I mean, they just talk all the time. Um, and so they, um, but they've enjoyed kind of this being able to work at kind of their own pace mm-hmm. um, in the comfort of home, uh, being able to ask a couple questions if they need it, but kind of being on their own. They all kind of spread out in different spots around the house. And, you know, there's probably a few hours um, late morning 
where they're all kind of doing their schoolwork and they love it. Hmm. And never in a thousand years did I think that'd be the case. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it doesn't sound like you're having to be there to navigate this too much with them as far as a lot of strange questions or fear, even for themselves. It's, as long as you guys are keeping things sort of as normal as possible, are they sort of mm-hmm. adapting to the temperature you're setting? Yeah, I, I, I think so. And one of the things that I've done, and I've always known this, but honestly and truthfully, and you and I have visited about this, um, kind of as you have shared in your journey with being intentional with your time with London and how that is a choice to make um, that you get to choose, um, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be very intentional with me being at home. Like I said, trying to balance this whole thing out a little bit just for me as I'm trying to be intentional with each kid, um, you know, uh, whether that's going outside and playing wiffle ball with one son or if it's playing cards and connect four with the other son or going running with my girls where it's just us, um, just trying to find ways so that we can have some of those conversations to talk about things if they want to. Like I said, the boys, eh, you know, they're just like, hey, OK, this, this is cool. Dad's at home and he can play maybe a little bit more. Um, but, you know, to have some of those conversations with the girls, you know, because they're asking things about school. What does this mean? Does, how is this going to affect, you know, our GPA? How is this going to affect, yeah. you know, what's going to happen at the end of this year? Do we all just kind of go on to the next grade? How do we know we're getting, every, you know, talking through some of those things that are the real life issues for them? No, that's good because um, there's the conversation doesn't just start. It's like play has to start and that makes room for conversation. Totally. And yeah, it, that's really interesting. Um, you've been so good about that though. I love our relationship and our friendship because you're that kind of dad already. And I think you talk about my intentionality, but I, I give credit to having guys like you in my life and mm-hmm. you know, other guys that we both know that are just really, really damn good dads. And um, mm-hmm. so what's, one message. I know this is not a time, I don't think personally for everyone to come up with like, what's their answer to get through this? Because I think everybody has to navigate it on their own. But what is one thing that you would maybe just say to people right now that's just kind of in your heart um, for people and knowing all the different things we're navigating? What would, because mm-hmm. I know you as a pastor, that's part of your job, you know, not just your job, but like your purpose is to just right. be there to navigate life with people. So I'm just curious, what's one thing maybe you would maybe say to people right now? I, I think an important thing, and, and this, it's not even just for this season. Um, I think this season maybe emphasizes a, a little bit more, um, but we even have something in our kitchen um, that that says this. But just for, for people to choose kindness, I think that's the big thing, um, just to be kind um, as best as we can. Um, I know even when I was mentioning about us going running, um, with me and the girls, um, you know, to hear my girls, you know, wish people good morning as they're running by, you know, um, as you know, we go and we pick up, you know, takeout or something from some restaurant to, you know, when there's a guy and you know, he's just struggling financially just to, to say thanks and that we appreciate them just little things, but to choose to be kind, um, I think goes a long way. Yeah. It's like the simplest things right Mm -hmm. now carry the most weight. I feel like in a lot of ways that's, um, very literally and metaphorically probably, Mm -hmm. um, what, this is just kind of fun. I like to ask everybody, but what's one guilty pleasure that is definitely not an essential item that if you were stuck in the house, you couldn't get out, you would have to make sure you're stocked up on this. Uh, And is coffee essential? Yes. 
Oh yeah. Coffee's okay. essential. So, okay, I mean, so I'm, not that be personally, uh, I'm going to say bourbon's essential and wine and whatever too, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, and this is just for me, right? Not my family. Oh this yeah. Be selfish. Survival. No, okay. no, this is your um, survival. I'm going to tell you it's, um, cinnamon, brown sugar, pop tarts. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. I love those things so much. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> when we go on uh, little family trips or whatever, those are the only times I hardly ever, uh, it's the only times I get them and oh man, they're so good. I love those things. <laughs> I didn't see that coming from some of the facial hair. <laughs> oh man, that made love my, those things. That man. made my day. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Con, thank you for making the time. I know nobody has all the answers. And so the, the goal of these short conversations is just to kind of share the way we're each navigating it. Um, we're, I think we're all just trying to figure this out True. and there is some good that's coming from it. It's sad what's happening, but, uh, I just wanted to shed light on some positive things and I appreciate you being willing to do that for everybody. I love you and Ashley and thanks for being part of this. Hey, thanks buddy. Love you too, man. If you enjoyed today's conversation, they're happening daily. So don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're listening right now. And then also just let's be a community of gratitude and the links for connecting with Khan on social media are on the show page or in the show notes. And I just want to ask you to jump on real quick, grab your phone and just send him a thank you for investing the time and the things that he shared here with us today. And as always, if you want to be part of the Fight for Brilliance community beyond even this series, you can text the word brilliant to the number 33777. And every single week I send out an email that is a resource to help challenge you to rebel against complacency and conformity and to fight for brilliance in every area of your life. So just text the word brilliant to the number 33777 to sign up to join that. And as always, thank you for those of you who have taken the time to rate and review the show. That means a lot. And I'm grateful for each of you. Hope you're staying healthy and I'll see you tomorrow on another Bright Side Chat here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. Mm -hmm.